And now we will continue to the bonus round uh, where we'll talk about WP Maintainer. Um, how did you get into it? How did you find the idea? Um, how's it going so far? Um, it's, it's going really well. Um, so the Maintainer is about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, I started, I had a couple of clients where I, I think it was, I think it was kind of a business ploy at the time um, where I was like, oh, I'll update, I'll make a yearly service where I just will check and make sure you're updated and, you know, kind of touch your website every month a little bit. Just, and you, but you'll know you'll have me, I'll have all your credentials. Like you'll have someone that can work on stuff if you need it. If something goes wrong, I'm here. And I'll also make sure I upgrade you because I had had a couple of sites break. People come to me be like, I upgraded this plugin and this broke, things like that. And I did it as a yearly thing and I had a couple of clients doing it and it worked pretty well. And then I was like, I kind of want to, I started noticing more and more and more it became an issue. Like because security over the last year, year, two years, um, is, has become like malware attacks have be, it's unbelievable. Like I've recently, I've got some, some stuff logging right now and I'm working on some plugins for main, for, for maintainer for client sites. And I've got like login limiting and stuff like that on my site and on a couple of client sites. And I'm noticing that people are attacking sites with my username now. Like they're, they're trying to log into my client sites with my usernames um, and my site with the username from Twitter which um, makes me reevaluate how I create accounts now. But um, like they're coming from all over the world, which makes me think that it's not just happening with my username. It's probably happening with anyone who's spoke at a WordCamp, anyone who's prominent on Twitter or on WordPress lists on Twitter. Like these are places I would harvest these usernames because you would know, like you want to get into those sites because they're probably well done sites and they're probably, you know, um, or, it's, or it's someone who's trying to do it to, to discredit, you know, uh, maintainer or something like that or some kind of security thing. But I, I noticed that, you know, clients aren't updating. <laughs> a lot of them aren't unless they're on a, a managed hosting provider that is auto updating them. They're not backing up. Like a great example is a client from a couple years ago. I mean, granted, I didn't put backups in place, but at the same time, those are also things where if that's kind of a maintenance service you do for someone, you set it up, you make sure it's working, you validate it. Maybe you do it offsite and manage it for them. Maybe you don't, maybe they have it offsite or they at least get an email. Um, and I noticed more and more a need. And I, as I saw, um, like I'm friends with Dre at Sakuri and I see how much they are, like how off, like how much information is coming out of, of just that company in terms of all the crazy stuff going on. So a lot of reasons for that other than, you know, insecure hosting, stuff like that, which most clients aren't going to know if they're self-hosted. Nope. They, unless they work with a developer who typically for me on projects like that, um, I'm, I'm starting a design, my first thought, I mean, yeah, I want to have a secure host. Hopefully that's who I'm working with is someone I have a good track worker with if I'm recommending hosting. But I'm not thinking, when I'm designing, when we're getting designs ready for a site or I'm coding like their theme and I'm installing stuff, I'm not thinking about six months down the road, do they want to be updated? Because I wasn't in the business of updating websites. I wasn't in the business of, of maintenance. And most freelancers aren't. It's kind of a pain in the ass. It's not, it's necessary, but it's kind of like getting an oil change. Like, do you really get your oil changed at the at that marker that they tell you to do it? Do you do all the things that they're like, oh, if you do this, your car will last 30 years. Yep. And most people get a new car every five years or something like that. Do you find um, yourself uh, trying to pitch that service to clients over the years? And that's kind of where you saw this need fit in aside from um, just seeing all that other stuff? I started getting a, just a lot of stuff where I saw like this it was it, the concept of what maintainers doing is, and they, they're actually, um, 
what was really nice is that I'm not the only person that started anything like this. Uh, we have there are two other things, uh, two other companies I can think of right now. There's WP Valet and Maintain. Uh, WP Valet is Mason James, and Maintain is Shane Sanderson, and they're both similar. We're very similar. It's very maintenance update, backup focused, um, kind of concierge stuff too, like add-ons, if you want. Um, and there, it it was nice to see that. I guess I mean I guess you could say it's competition, but um, in that field, but it's awesome to see that because it means it's a real thing. Yes. That because we didn't all sit and talk to each other about hey this would be a great idea let's all do it. We all just ended up doing it and then running into each other's sites. So. I think I saw it as a growing need that would prevent a lot of like the drama that I kept seeing. Like oh, I upgraded, I upgraded my Woo theme, and like all these plugins don't work now, or something like that. And like, what do you do when that happens? Um, you have you like I need to call a developer because I worked with a guy three years ago to do this, and I haven't upgraded WordPress. Um, or I upgraded WordPress, and this plugin doesn't work anymore. You know, I upgraded a pl I upgraded a plugin on a client site that I didn't build. I just do some management stuff for them, and. The theme was calling stuff from the plugin directly, like functions from the plugin, and the functions changed. So, in terms of some of like some automated tools for that, like there wouldn't be a 404 error, there wouldn't be a 500 error. All the updates would be successful. But when you go to the page, you saw a PHP error, or you just if ideally you saw nothing, like the page just stopped rendering, and no one knew why. Um, so got a two. I, I, I'm not sure what the HTTP headers are. If, if there's, I think it depends on your server environment. But the issue there was, what do you do then? Um, and I would have clients that would run into that. So I think a lot of this stuff is very necessary, and I think some of it comes off like a warranty for your website. You've got someone that's there that's making sure things are operational, things are working, and if you need them, you can get more time with them. And the nice thing about about what we want to do with maintainers is that we're actually, you know. We speak at WordCamps. Like we're not random. We're not a random, faceless thing. We are, and it's a real developer. It's it's right now. There's four of us that that work on it at all. If my goal is that if this thing ever grows more and there are more people, I would like to have a photo and a profile of every person that is ever touching a site with because that's a big deal to me. I'm very. I don't often work with other people. Not in a way like I'm. I don't want them to be a part of anything. But it's very. I'm very touchy about who gets to touch my client's stuff. Like I went on vacation for the first time in three years this year and I was freaking out because I gave, and they were at the guys, it was Drew and uh, Aaron and Rob, the guys that maintainer that had like, I gave access to my stuff and I was like, do not like very protective of my clients, um, which I think is a valuable thing. So I think that's important, like where you're sending your login information for all right. this stuff and who's telling you what to do and are they giving you good advice and are they qualified to do that? Um, I don't think that everyone will do, will do that. I don't think everyone will pay for a maintenance service. Um, there's always, there's going to be a hand, there's going to be a ton of people that are like, I can change my oil myself yep. type of thing, which there are a lot of people who can and do and it's yep. perfect. Yeah. But there are also a lot of people like like me that's like you know you have a lot of organizations out there that are like this is a very important thing for me i don't have enough budget or t or interest to hire someone on a retainer for 10 hours a month to do stuff but i want to make sure that this is safe and secure and every now and then we need something done so that's part of the reason maintainer comes with an hour a month of basic service we it's kind of vague right now cuz we need to word it better we need to come we need to define it a little bit better the goal is that it's 
we're not going to rebuild your website in that hour. We're not going to create some crazy ass custom plugin in one hour of time. But if you're like, you know what, I really need, you know, I have this thing. Can you make me a landing page that, you know, anything as simple as one thing that I will get a lot as a freelancer is like, we really want to have, we have this PDF that we want people to submit an email address for before they get it. That, that could be your hour of us yeah. tweaking a page or even cost. Like it depends on what it is. And sometimes stuff can be done really quickly. Yeah. Um, and then you have the option to add more on. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a great place. I've actually done with a couple of clients, did some research with them. I was like, what would work for you? What would provide value to you? Mm -hmm. um, Cause a lot of it was like, well, it's great that you're gonna do the updates, but give me something else. Like mm -hmm. give me, let me use, let me have you do something. If I want let me know I can have you do something for at least a little while yeah. out, of, out of a pricing structure. And um, I think the value for me there too, is that I, I guess for me, if I think of it in a client's shoes, the updates and stuff, I don't think they get, I don't think a lot of just pure customer, non-technical people get the value of the security and the updates because it's not a, it's not an issue or a value issue to them until it happens. It's exactly. As I was just going to say that. Yep. Yeah. It's not a problem for them until it happens. And if it happens and you're not backed up, if it happens and you have no one to call, it is really expensive. Like I, that's a Mark Jake with, I think it was Miami a couple of years ago had said something, but we were, they were talking about security and plugins, like how you write your code. He was like, if you have a security issue, it is really expensive to fix it. Um, Securi helps with a lot of that. Now they do a lot of cleanup, but depending on what happens or what you lose, if you don't have back, it's just, it's crazy. So that's kind of why I fall back to like, it's like a warranty. It's like, I said something to yeah. someone was like, it reminds me of a, an energy company locally. It's like Baltimore Gas and Electric, BGE. And they have a, a commercial company that's not a utility. It's called BGE Home. And they come check on your appliances like once a year. If something breaks, they fix it for free. So like maintainer, if we upgrade a plugin and it breaks and something breaks, we fix it. We spend a set amount of time fixing it. If it's something that takes 10 hours, we're like, hey, look, this broke. We rolled your site back. Let's talk about what we do. Let's get a game plan. But that's way better to me than you clicking update in the admin as a non-technical client, your site breaking, you not knowing your FTP information or any of that and being like, oh, crap. And then you Googling for someone and right, say, right. hey, my site broke and I know you're a really busy freelancer. Um, I, I need you to help me. Well, okay, I need you to do it now because my site is really crazy. I need it done as soon as you can. Okay, cool. Let me take a look. Can you send me your FTP? What's FTP? Um, like. So to eliminate any of that to where if there is, ideally there is no issue. Like uh, we put Securi on for free for any of the clients. And ideally my goal is that no client ever need, we never need to contact them to do anything because we'll put things in place before that in terms of backups, security, permissions, stuff like that, that it doesn't happen. Yeah. You so, know, so one of the things I'm worried about running a WordPress company and I don't know if you've thought of, uh, I'm sure you've thought about this, but I don't know if you're afraid of it like I am. But I interviewed Brian Castle of RestaurantEngine.com, and, and that website is a website where people who own restaurants can go and click to start a restaurant, uh, power, a restaurant website powered by WordPress. The day that I interviewed him and aired the interview, WordPress.com announced their restaurant pack of themes and, and, and menu editors and stuff like that. So what I'm afraid of is we're building these things on the .org environment, things like you know, uh, your WP maintainer you know, updating people's sites and things like that. But we're only a step away from .com saying like, oh, you know, with a .com powered site, 
don't worry about updates anymore. We're going to take care of that automatically for you and then save revisions of the site. So if, if we did auto-update your site, you can go back. And, of course, they have a lot more power than we do. Um, things like, the, like design. If, now they're starting to introduce vertical designs where if a client of mine is coming to me and he's a restaurant or if they get into something else, I don't know, dealerships, car dealerships, and they have a whole vertical for car dealership themes, now they're starting to box us out. Uh, have you thought about that, or are you afraid of that? Or are you, or are you kind yeah, of I mean, there's. I mean, if you look at it right now, in terms of if you know, if someone came that was on managed hosting, like you know, if they were on like VIP or they were on WP, WP Engine, I think Page uh, Pagely might do it. Um, a lot of those, a lot of those services auto upgrade you. They do backups for you. Um, so that in terms of that, like, where's I would even say, like, if you're on that service, I'm probably not that valuable for you. But there are tons of people who aren't. There are tons of people who that's either too much to spend every month, which is probably, they're actually probably less than maintainer every month, but um, either that's too much to spend, they don't know enough, or for some, they have a reason that they're hosted a certain way, because there's so many different, it's just as there are so many different people in our community, there's so many different people using WordPress that have sites. So, and I think there's always opportunity for .com or Automatic to create similar services, but I think that, I mean, they're, like there's like Jetpack is like revisions of your site and there are things that compete with Jetpack. Um, I think it's, it's a mixture. It's, you see that stuff everywhere too um, in all markets. I think you always have the person, you know, there's something that there's always aftermarket parts for cars or always things like that. So I don't think it'll destroy anything. Um, I don't think it would, uh, it would definitely make things interesting. And it just, I think more so in terms, I'm a big fan of like, more or less like, I'm a big fan of competition. Yes, I yeah. think competition keeps people honest. It keeps people taking, it makes people focus on the customer yep, versus yep. themselves. And if you want, you know, if you're focused on your wallet and you want your wallet to grow, then you focus still on the customer. Um, so I think that that just enforces people to take care of the user the best way possible. And I think that as long as you think that, and that flows back to anything, design, freelancing, business, if you're taking care of the person that's taking care of you, mm -hmm. that relationship will last. So yeah, I, I, it might be easier for more people to come to it. But there are a lot of people who are interested in WordPress and they're like, they'll, there's weird things like they'll see blog, so many blogs on .com. They're like, well, I don't want that. No, 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 no. I want this. And yeah, you're like, yeah. okay, well, I mean, we can do it there. And like, no, 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 no. I don't want it. Like, yeah, so yeah. there's all so many flavors that I think. Um, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a big enough, it's a big enough market. Uh, I think what the, the latest number was like 16% of the new sites coming online are all powered by WordPress or yeah. some crazy number. So I think that there's enough exposure to it that not everyone's going to, you know, flock to WordPress.com or WP Engine. Um, you know, you, you have the chance to capture the, the client, provide a valuable service, and then we'll start to, to start, you know, taking on more clients. And that's, that's the best we can do. Yeah, I think that there's also, I mean, it, it, it always goes back to value. So in terms of that, um, there's also not always going to be, there's always going to be people who want out of the box stuff a very specific way. And there's going to be people who are like, I want you to come and do this for me. Um, so there are people who will, it's a great example where I have some clients that are like, well, I can do this, it'll disappear. I can do this. There's a theme online. I can buy and do this. And then there's some people like, I don't want to do that at all. I don't want something someone else, or I don't want any, that has nothing to do with me. Um, so, and I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen the restaurant stuff you're talking about on .com, 
but it sounds like it's probably a really kick-ass version of some of the horrible commercials you see for for websites. I don't I don't foresee WordPress.com or Automatic or any of those any of those like organizations building crappy stuff. Yep. All their stuff is usually pretty awesome. Um, but like into like websites bite into it. Like uh, like and I'm like yeah, I really want the guys at QuickBooks to give me an yeah. AngelFire site. Exactly. Like, no, and, and I think you're I think you're dead on with profiling the folks that work at your company and on on maintainer because in the end, when it comes down to it, if you're providing that value to that customer, the customer is looking at you saying, this is the team I want to hire. I want to hire these guys because I know them. Here's what they're doing. Here's what they've produced. And I trust them. And, and you're going to beat out .com. You're going to beat out WP Engine because you've made that connection. And it's going to, win, it's going to be a win-win for both you and the customer. Yeah. Do you have any... Um, I'm now speaking about building, and I don't have any of these questions uh, scripted yet, but uh, about building the product... Any tips for somebody that you've encountered that when you were building the product itself that you would look back on and say, wow, I should have done it this way to save me all this time or money or something? Um, so I guess in terms of that too, it, it's – I've been called – I guess the best way I've been referring to maintainers is a service product. So it's based on – it's very based on the client. Like there's a set of things that you get, but they're based on the client and their hosting. So I'm, I'm kind of a big fan of if I cannot run my backups – through a WordPress cron script, but through a server cron, I'm a big fan of that. If I can do that on your server, I'd much prefer that I can back up your site and have snapshots of it without it being done by your site. Mm. Um, I think there's value in that, um, and I think there's there's I don't have to have a plugin running to do it. Um, so there may be someone who works well by having a plugin back up their site because um, there's no SSH access or there's certain restrictions. There may be people who can't have it because there's certain commands we can't run via plugin. Um, so in terms of that, I, I'm again back to value. Like what do, I, what do I think is valuable to people? What do I think will be convenient for people, which is, is valuable too? Gotcha. Um, there's a lot of things I could do, like I, the house cleaning I can do for myself if I really wanted, but it's easier for me to have someone else do it that does it really well so that I can focus on making way more money than I pay them to have it done. So I think for me, value is important. Talking to some people is important, but not, don't wait too long, like don't wait too long to push it out. So we've been talking about turning it into a monthly service for like six to eight months. Um, then we, we focused too much on some stupid stuff in the beginning. Like we wanted a logo. Like I think the logo I designed and then gave to Rob and then Rob cleaned up and we were like, let's just use that because we, we went with like multiple designers. Um, we were trying to talk to people. I was like, I really want a cool logo. Like that's like this and had all these conversations that were very logo focused. We were the people we hated. Like, can we get it bigger? Can you make the logo bigger? Yeah. And we got like we just got hosed by every freelancer we dealt with, which I understand why people like can be really weird about freelancers. I and we ended up with no logo. It was like two months of time. We were like, we're gonna start doing this stuff. Once we have the logo, we'll do a design. And then once we have that, and I was like, here's the logo. Let's do everything. We need to push this out. Otherwise, we're either never gonna do it, and we're wasting. We're just wasting all this time that we're yeah. spending, the free time we have. We're spending on this. Um, I think. Knowing you're never really done. I think I had a conversation with Drew the other day where I was like, I feel, yeah, I know with this and blah, I think we're only about like, I think we're really only like 10% there though. I was like, there's so much more I want to do with this. And he was like, yeah, but I don't think we're ever going to be, he was like, I think at our best we'll be 80% because we're always going to want to be evolving it and improving it and adapting with things. Um, so, and I think that makes sense. Like there was, there's never a good day. There's never, you never have a, you should never have a day where you're done. 
Right. Um, I think that in freelancing too, where you're like, well, I know everything that I need to know. Yeah, right. Best. Yeah. <laughs> so don't worry about that. Get something out. Like I wish we could have pushed this out earlier um, and we didn't. And then we, we still spent, I spent like two weeks at f- till 5 a.m. in the morning, like just coding stuff and fixing, cleaning stuff up. And it's it still, we launched and we were like, oh shit. So <laughs> yeah. you find little things like that. But, but ultimately I think just it's, talk to some of the people that might use it. Um, a lot of like moving it from a year to a monthly thing was something I did and was something I got from client feedback that we're already doing stuff with, um, as well as giving more than just more than just the updates. Like my initial idea was like, yeah, it's just all your updates and we'll fix stuff if it breaks. And we'll do, you know, we'll do backups and stuff like that. And he was like, give me, like, what, how is that different than anyone else that does that? And I was, he was like, what if you gave me more time? Like you gave me something I can't get from you regularly mm-hmm. unless I get, unless I tell you I'm going to give, I'm going to take 10 of it, 10 hours from you every month for a minimum of three months. Right, right. Like give me something like that. And then my addition to that was, yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll do that. And it'll be lower than my hourly rate. And because it'll be like a retainer rate. And then I'll let you extend that if based on, you know, what we can scale at the time. I would love, I would love to have the problem of like, not having enough time because then I would love to money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there's that. And then there's just, it means it's, it's doing something good too. Yeah. Like it's not just, you know, Oh, anyone can do that. And I think it's, I think that things like that, you're going to start to see come up like the security stuff, like security services. There's more than just security out there. Um, managed hosting services. You have um, these maintenance services that are coming up. These things that are kind of like service products that, that help you manage your stuff. And I think it's a combination of need and convenience. Yep. Like there are a lot of people that have WordPress sites. Like WordPress is really great because you don't, you do not need me every day right. to have a WordPress site. But you do need someone like me when I guess the shit goes down. Yep. So when something goes down or you want to extend it, and that was always my big selling point to clients because they'd be like, well, I have one company telling me this, that they're going to use Joomla, and this company telling me they're going to use WordPress. And you want to do WordPress, so why WordPress? And I was like, one, I'll be real, I'm very transparent with you. I was like, we're both telling you what to use. These, we're telling you these products because they're what we work with every day. I was like, there's no way I would say, oh, you should use this thing that I, I don't do. I was like, but I'll tell you why I chose WordPress as a developer. And I'm always like, when I did work on other content management platforms, I had people sending me work that were like, my site's broken, can you help me fix it? My site is broken, can you help me fix it? All of my WordPress clients say, I love my website, can you make it do this? And I was like, I like that trend. Yep. I was like, it was an upward progressive trend versus this, can you, can you just keep me alive? Can you just keep me alive? Um, and WordPress was always, like, it was always evolving. So as that happens, there's there. I don't think that you need ten hours a month of maintenance on a website, um, and, unless you're huge. But right, um, right. but yeah, I think that there's value in it. I don't think that everyone's going to find value in it, but I think that there are plenty of people that could. I think it's. I think there's there's a huge market of people that would benefit from from any of the maintenance services that are out there, just like they do from security um, or um, any any of the things. It's all based on context too, because there's services. Like you have managed WP and I think infinite WP that are kind of, in, they're more automated versions. Um, one of the things that like, so maintainer is always a person doing stuff. We're not using, we're not, we're not using software to upgrade your site. We're upgrading your site. Um, 
things like backups may be automated, but other than that, um, and that's so that we can make sure nothing broke and right, right. everything's cool and we confirm it with you. But so some of those products are great too. And I know people that use them, but they're also people that they're also the people who, I do this myself. I, I, I got this yeah, versus yeah. I don't know a lot of a ton. There are probably some people using them that are, are where this is, but a lot of people aren't going into these automated products that are, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I would not open my car and just plug something into it. Yeah, and yeah. It's just so, so I think that there's room for, for yeah. every angle. Because I mean, the, do the dollar value that you're putting on the service, you're accountable for it. Somebody wants you to be accountable for it. They're looking at the dollar value. They're saying it's worth this money to have these folks accountable for it. They take care of it. If I have a problem, I know I can go to them. And that's, and that's the goal. The goal with that service is to run that the way I've run, I've run freelancing and that anyone that is on the team does the same thing where, you know, you, the goal is you're providing the value. Um, Obviously, they're going to be, there's going to be like a month where you don't have anything to do. But the goal is to provide enough value that it's worth, to, it's worth remaining a customer because you're getting, you're getting, the value should supersede that. The value and convenience of that should supersede it. And that's kind of been the mantra going forward. And that's always been a big deal. And actually, one of the clients we have on there the other day, she had some weird hosting issues. Um, she was one-on-one. One and like I think there was some miscommunication. She thought she was forced to upgrade to PHP 5.4, but they still had 5.2. But we upgraded anyway, and we're getting, I mean, we were getting like strict standards errors out of core and stuff like that. And it was it was mucking with stuff because they were coming out before there were redirects and things like that in place. They were spitting out and there were errors. And I'm going through and PHP INI files weren't helping. I mean, I spent way more than an hour in there and I'm called talk to their support and the support wasn't a whole lot of help. Sometimes shared hosting support is really bad, especially if you call up and you're like, so I'm putting PHP INI files in directory and I'm trying to set this setting and they're like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, can you escalate me quickly? Yeah. Um, so it came to a point where I was like, I, you know, I'm testing stuff and I'm testing stuff and I realized like, okay, I can set runtime PHP configurations is the best I can do. I was like, the and like her air, like I, I was like, what can I, how can I make this is non-invasive? So my solution for that, I wrote a plugin. I wrote a must-use plugin that just hooked into a knit, and I'm actually gonna, it's going to get. I'm going to post it to the to the blog for maintainer in case someone ever wants to use it. And I, it's not the best way to do it. Like the best way is the environment, but it was we had we needed to fix this because she could install plugins. Like she had a lot of marketing initiatives that were using analytics, and she couldn't install analytics. She couldn't activate the plugin because of the errors that were coming out. So um, we updated. it. I mean, I made sure, and uh, the goal is. Development-wise, fix the errors. Don't just turn them off. Um, I wanted to make sure she was not displaying any errors on the front end on the public site, um, and I wanted to make sure that in the admin, it was the strict stuff was off because the only thing that was being flagged anymore was strict. And I wrote a plugin that hooked into the two different init's for the front and the back and turned them off. And she was really happy, and she was like, "I love that you used a plugin to do this. Like that's awesome." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like. That's what I said. I think I said that's how we roll. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's how we roll. But that—that's where the benefit comes from. So instead of me, you know, I don't know, me ten years ago would have wrote a PHP script to add a line to every PHP file on the server, something crazy like that, like that wouldn't work or wouldn't have translated, or I would have done something in your theme functions file that wouldn't have translated if you changed themes or you know stuff like that or whatever. So I think that that's where things like that become valuable. And then also my goal too with maintainer is that as we run into stuff like that, because we're going to run into things that are random like that, that we can become a resource 
so that if someone's searching like, holy crap, I'm getting this, like the best feeling in the world is to search for something that is frustrating you and you get that first result and there's a solution right there. Yep. And I'm not like, I'm very big. I, I'm very big on, on sharing that stuff because it, one, it's just an assurance that we know what we're doing. Two, it's, it's not really, if that's all you really need, you don't need me. If all you need is that one, that gist I'm posting from GitHub <laughs> of the three-line plugin I wrote, then you don't need me every month. But maybe you'll be like, oh, man, I really want to work with this guy. I really want to work with this team of people who's writing this stuff and providing this resource. So that's, that's kind of the goal, too, is to, is to have more. And I, ideally, that can become kind of a, a re-contribution back into the WordPress community, too, is to have another resource out there from people who are doing this stuff every day. Nice. Kind of like support forums for for themes and plugins, stuff like that. Nice. Well, Andy, that, that was awesome. And I appreciate you sticking around to do the bonus episode talking about your new product. Um, is there a special uh, like referral link or affiliate link if uh, other developers or designers are seeing this that they could send? Um, so a couple things. So we're going we're gonna to push something out soon. Our goal is that we have an affiliate system planned. Um, it's not up yet. So by the end of the year, there's a form on the site, wpmaintainer.com slash affiliates. You can sign up to get notified when we push the affiliate stuff out. Um, and you can get more, we'll give you more information on that. Uh, we are working on things where we're, we're hoping to do some, something before the end of the year in terms of like a special or something like that. But we're trying to, the, everything's, everything on that site I built. So the checkout I've implemented coupons, but we're testing it. So we want to make sure that that works. So things like that might come up. Um, if you have questions, just go to the site, shoot an email. If you have affiliate questions, shoot through the affiliate form so we have you on file so we can cut, let you know more as information comes up. Um, or there's a contact form on the site or Andy at WP Maintainer, support at WPMaintainer.com works too. Awesome. Man. All right. Well, thanks again. Thanks for sticking around. Everyone go check out the service. Thank Andrew online on Twitter. And uh, thanks for joining in and watching the show. Thanks. Take care. See ya.